everybody, and welcome back to the Hoop Culture Podcast. My name is Dakota Haynes, and I am the COO and lead NBA reporter right here at phantomsportsindustries.com. This is the third episode, so if you stuck with us this long, thank you very much. Make sure to follow the podcast on Twitter. Make sure to follow Phantom Sports on all social medias. And with that being said, well, we have... Quite a bit to talk about today, and the first and foremost is my NBA point guard rankings, because there was a little bit of discussion about the rankings uh, between some friends and I, so uh, let's talk about it, right? So, these are my rankings of the top 10 point guards heading into the 2023-24 NBA season. Now, you have to take a look at where these guys rank. Uh, but, you know, what they've done over the past couple of years as well. Now, the only dis- main discussion was me potentially putting a guy in a spot that he shouldn't have been in. But... After taking the time to dive into his historical performance, his skill, his arsenal, his health and availability, and what I think he might be able to do this next season, I ended up putting him pretty high on my list. So, with that being said, here are my top 10 NBA point guards. Heading into the new season. At number 10, I've got Darius Garland from the Cleveland Cavaliers. Garland is one of the most underrated point guards in the NBA. He has a very high basketball IQ. Probably the closest thing to a true point guard in today's NBA. Then I've got Tyrese Halliburton from the Indiana Pacers. Pacers are a team on the rise, and Halliburton is a big cause for that. Then I've got Jamal Murray. Now, I could have put Jamal Murray higher. I totally get that. I agree. Murray definitely could be higher. And so could Ja Morant. But Ja Morant is still young and continuing to learn. He's going to be suspended for the first 25 games of the season. But at this point in his career, Morant has not been able to impress us on a big game stage. And it's in question whether he's going to take those 25 games as a suspension and use it to get better as a person rather than continue to hold up a gun in an Instagram Live, or on social media, or you name it, whether he takes the time to get better, or whether he continues doing that. But then I've got De'Aaron Fox from the Sacramento Kings. Fox was a guy that finally impressed us in 2023, named an All-Star, named to the 2023 All-NBA team, The Kings 
now rank 7th in assist percentage, which explains why their offense is so much more fun to watch this last season. And Fox has been benefiting from that. Bumping his 3-point average up from 2.97. 0.297, excuse me. To a 3.24. But there's only one question about De'Aaron Fox, and that's if he's going to rely on more than just his speed. Now, he is 25, and he has all the tools to succeed and the potential to improve. But as of now, it's just looking like he doesn't really have the ability to rely on more than just that speed. He's got to prove it to us. Or prove it to me, I should say. Then I've got Chris Paul. Now, Chris Paul is 37 years old. You could say that he doesn't belong in the top 10. I might agree with you. But I've got Chris Paul in the top 10 heading into the new season for a couple of reasons. One, he's a vet veteran savvy guard who may not be dependent like he used to be. But the Warriors aren't going to be looking for that. Now, Chris Paul has the historical background to prove that he's a top five guard in the NBA all time. He can pass efficiently and move the ball. That's kind of what the Warriors are going to be looking for from him. Last season, he ranked in the 91st percentile of assist percentage rate and the 87th percentile of assist usage percentage. Whether or not he starts in Steve Kerr's system has yet to be determined, but regardless, he's going to be a veteran-savvy veteran guard looking to win his first championship and a guy that's going to be able to mentor many youngsters in Golden State. Then I've got Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Now, the Thunder blew it up years ago. Everybody knows that. But they seem committed to winning and appear to be on the rise, just like the Pacers are. Most of that is in part to the success of SGA. Gilgis-Alexander is a bucket, with literally no limits to his arsenal. He can assist and score with the best of them. And heck... Here in a couple years, you might say that he could be top two, top three on this list. But then I've got Damian Lillard. Lillard time may be running out on Portland. But it most certainly isn't running out on the NBA. His resume, experience, and arsenal have had him a staple in the top five for many seasons now. He's a bona fide scorer who has gotten better with time. Now, the question is, is where is he going to play next year? Well, any other place, he might not be the number one guy. That's fine. 
Lillard can play off ball. Then you've got these last two guys. You could put Steph Curry at one, and you also could put Luka Doncic at one. Either way here, you're going to have a good list at your one-two punch. Now I've got Curry listed at number two. Because he has helped transform the point guard position, he might be on the all-time top 10 NBA point guards list with Chris Paul. He has limitless range, and he might be the great... He definitely is the greatest shooter of all time. He's one of the most skilled players of all time. He's a proven winner and MVP, and it doesn't look like that's going to be slowing anytime soon. So I would argue that he's top two, but I wouldn't argue with you if you said he's still number one. But the Mavericks do potentially have undoubtedly the best player in all of basketball. The game is in good hands with Giannis Antetokounmpo and Luka Doncic. Doncic is a nightmare for whoever he faces. Sure, they have Kyrie Irving, who years ago would have been on the top 10 NBA point guard list. After that, the surrounding cast might be questionable. Luka is a dangerous passer, elite scorer, and one of the most clutch players we've ever seen. But at 6'7", he's a nightmare for any defender. And he'll most certainly be the best point guard in the NBA for years to come. And then as my honorable mention, I have Bradley Beal. You could put Bradley Beal up on this list. But here's the thing. He hasn't truly played the point guard position. And I'm not quite sure how he's going to do with guys like Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, DeAndre Ayton. Just don't see whether... He's going to score as much as he has other guys are. With that being said, if you haven't taken a look at the list, go ahead and go do so. It's up on phantomsportsindustries.com. That being said, got some more news for you coming up. So the Charlotte Hornets were sold not too long ago. Michael Jordan had came out and said that he was selling the Hornets. But, with that being said, the uh, sale hadn't been totally approved. Don't ask me why I just said it like that. But, with that being said, Jordan had sold the Hornets at a value of $3 billion. And the group had been led by Gabe Plotkin and Rick Schnall. Plotkin is a minority governor of the Hornets, and Schnall was a minority governor of the Atlanta Hawks, and will become the Hornets governor once the sale is approved and finalized, which is what happened today. Along with Plotkin and Schnall, the Hornets announced that rapper J. Cole and country music star Eric Church are now part of the new ownership group. So, 
quite an interesting uh, cast there um, in the ownership seat. But Jordan is taking a step back. The 60-year-old NBA icon had been the league's only black majority owner. And he was also the first former NBA player to become a billionaire. But the sale officially became approved by the NBA today. Which ends the 13-year run for Michael Jordan. And the only Board of Governors vote that registered against... The sale was New York Knicks owner James Dolan. But it was a 29 to 1 vote to approve the sale. And it will be executed within the next 1 to 2 weeks, according to ESPN. But many NBA players are coming out and saying that they're going to sit out of the FIBA World Cup. Which... I agree with this, because with the NBA season right around the corner, you don't want to... Now, I, I get it, you're playing for your home team, and that's a great honor to do for many of these guys, but you don't want to go out there and get hurt in the World Cup and not be able to represent for your team. So... You kind of have to pick one or the other with training camp right around the corner. Now, many teams are still looking at James Harden as a trade candidate. Not quite sure where he's going to be playing yet, but we may be finding out real soon. So that's going to cut today's podcast episode short. Hoping to have a, an interview on the next episode. Uh, not a lot to talk about today. Just wanted to talk about the point guards list. About the sale of the Charlotte Hornets. Which I did. And a little bit more. But thank you for watching this episode of the Hoop Culture Podcast. My name is Dakota Haynes. And you're watching right here on phantomsportsindustries.com. Make sure to hit that subscribe button. Make sure to like and follow all of our social medias. See you next week.